0: Hey guys, welcome to the Hunter's Quest podcast. It's good to be back with you again and coming to you from what is probably for the first time from my new uh, studio here. Um, really looking forward to everything we got coming down the line and man, I just feel super blessed to you know, have this new studio set up and all this amazing gear and equipment here to bring you this content and um, man, we got some really cool stuff coming down the line. I'm really excited about this year. I got uh, four or five um, hunts lined up for this fall and winter. Um, still waiting on one possible um, secondary or secondary draw tag in Wyoming. Um, just waiting to hear back about that. But um, either way, it's going to be a really great year. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to bringing out all these films we're going to do and um, and keeping the podcast coming. And, um, you know... Um, also got some cool partnerships that I've been working on. So, um, you know, I've mentioned it before, you may have already, already know about it, but, um, working on a new partnership or got a new partnership here with GoHunt. Um, you know, I've been using Go Hunt for years to help me look for, um, you know, find units and, and find opportunities and tags. Um, so right now, if you use the code quest at GoHunt, um, you know, if you want to become an insider, if you want to join, um, their explorer and explorer membership. Um, it's got mapping for all 50 states and they got some really cool features on there, some stuff that's uh, not really available, um, on some of the other apps and just, um, the way you can, um, look at terrain and and filter different different things and different layers on there it's really cool um i've been playing with it a little bit and um you know also uh lastly outdoor class uh, i mentioned it before in a post uh this week but it's a e-learning e-learning platform and they got great modules on there from like remy warren and um you know randy newberg Corey jacobson um brian call and ryan lampers are going to do some mark levesay um really cool resource so um, and you know, in the gear shop over there, uh, you know they don't just sell anything; they sell the best stuff. It's kind of curated. Um, so if you need any gear, or if you want to become an insider, um, or you know get that Explorer membership, I highly recommend Go Hunt. And if you do any of those places, use the code Quest. Um, you know, I really ask that if you if you like to support the show, you like what we're doing here, and you need something gear-wise, or you want to you know get in there and join Go Hunt use that code quest cause you'll be directly helping to support the show and getting great products and services through go hunt. Um, you know, also with initial ascent, um, if you're looking for a great pack, use the code quest there, save some money. And, um, lastly, you know, Heather's choice. Um, Heather's one of my oldest kind of friends in the industry. And, um, she's been kind of partnered with me for a while now and, she just came out with a whole new revamped lineup of recipes and stuff. And I haven't tried them all yet, but actually looking forward to, uh, in a couple of weeks doing a video and a podcast with her, where I'm going to kind of, uh, in real time, taste test some of her new meals while I'm talking to her and having her explain all those things to me. So that's gonna be really cool. Keep your eye out for that. But, um, you know, all those places and a few more down below in the description, use the code quest and, um, help support the show and get some great products. Um, but today, I have a podcast with um, a guy who uh, is a very interesting guy. Um, you know, like a lot of my guests, he's been around the hunting industry for a long time. You may have heard of his name. His name is John Gabriel. Um, he's also an entrepreneur. You know, he's got an uh, advertising firm that he has started and runs. Um, and he's worked with companies like Loophold and... Um, He's also got a really killer film coming out. Um, him and my buddy, good buddy Luke Dusenberry, uh filmed a rifle elk hunt, um, and uh, that film is going to come out on the Loophole YouTube channel, I believe, August second. And uh, because Luke's a friend of mine, I got a chance to check the film out already. And uh, I'm not exaggerating, guys. And you know, it's some of the coolest and most beautiful elk hunting footage I've ever seen. Like it's. It's a really, really cool film, and it's just shot beautifully. Luke did a killer job, and, of course, John did a great job uh, hunting uh, on that hunt. He passed up um, a really killer bull in the beginning. Um, But I don't want to give you more spoiler alerts. Um. Hope I didn't say too much already, but uh, it's a great film. So check out that on the Loophole YouTube channel. Uh, I believe August second. But anyway, um, John's a great guy. We have a great conversation today about entrepreneurialism, about hunting, the industry, you know, marketing, and um, just. Just a host of, of cool topics, so thank you guys for really enjoy this episode. You know, as always, um, it's super helpful if you can support me by um, leaving a rating uh, and a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, also share the podcast with friends and family. That's really helpful. And uh, you know, if you can, please go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, search my name, Hunter McWaters, or The Hunter's Quest on YouTube, and you'll find me. Um, and then you can stay up to date on the cool films I got coming out, um, and, and updated podcasts coming out. Um, so it's going to be a great year. Really looking forward to it. Really appreciate y'all support. Hope you'll hang in there and, uh, and keep tuning in. And, um, let's just jump into this podcast with John Gabriel. It's a good one. I think you'll really enjoy it. So uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. So, yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm here with my guest this week, John Gabriel. How you doing, bro?
1: Good, man. How are you?
0: Good, good. Um, so yeah, a lot of my guests I've had the pleasure of meeting before, and I actually do remember seeing you at the expo, but I didn't know you, so I didn't come up and say hi. But, um, but yeah, I really don't know you, so I'm looking forward to just kind of chatting and get to know you a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Be all for it here. I uh yeah, I'm, I've seen you down there at the expo likewise and okay you know it's kind of kind of weird when you're at the expo and or any of these events really and you see people, you know, it's like hey, I kn- I know who you are, but <laughs> you know, I I don't or it's like I know who you are but then you get busy and you end up talking to someone and you're talking to somebody else and you don't want to go interrupt them. So, um, exactly, yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. That's cool.
0: We'll, we'll we'll connect next time um for sure, but I knew um I knew you're friends with with Dan Staten, and um, I've done some work with him and, um, and stuff like that so yeah I saw you it was exactly like you just mentioned you were talking to somebody and I was like I know that guy and I didn't heard your name, but I didn't want to just go up and I was I mean I was already like you know meeting so many people with that thing because I'd been doing this podcast for like a little over a year now and made some really cool connections but I live on the East Coast so going out there it was just like it was like constant just trying to meet everybody I could you know.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it, you know, for a lot of us, you know, if we live out here, you know, you go to those shows every year. So it's like, you've been doing it for 10 years and it's kind of more of a, Oh, Hey, catch up, shake hands, go see someone have a beer and you know, at night type of thing or whatever. And it's kind yeah. of that, you know, rekindling your friendship, you know, over the years. But, um, it's always fun. Cause I feel like being in the industry you know, with my business, you know, and whatnot, it's like, what 11 12 years deep in it now but it's like you meet a lot of people and then it's like every year I feel like someone new comes into the scene you know or like you know yourself with your mm-hmm. podcast you know, and stuff and it's like oh hey you know there's someone else that's passionate about what we do and you know loves it as much as the rest of us and you know it's like hey yeah there's a new guy you know yep. and so it's like you want to meet them and kind yeah. of get a chance to hear their life stories I guess you know and like what, <laughs> what they enjoy so yeah I mean you know it's it's always fun to explore that side of things, you know, and that—that's why I love going to the shows. It's like you just meet so many good people.
0: So. Yeah, for sure, man. It was—it was a great time. I'm looking, I'm already looking forward to the next one, but, um, but yeah, just tell me, tell me a little bit just about yourself, man, about your background, like your history, and then I do want to also hear about, like, I know you're. That's another thing I'm really interested in is you know entrepreneurship. And I think a lot of people in this space are, and I think there's a lot of um, correlation between hunting and going on these big adventures and the adventure of like starting a business and and there's a lot of cool like entrepreneurship in this space so but yeah just not trying to jump ahead just tell me a little bit about yourself and
1: your background man yeah for sure excuse me so uh i started uh my business apex advertising um about 11 years ago now i guess i guess somewhere in there um and i do a lot of design work and marketing in the hunting and outdoor space so i mean i'd say 95% of my business is probably hunting, you know, fishing outdoor outfitters, you know, related. And then I do, you know, a little bit of stuff here and there for, you know, friends that I have, you know, or families, you know, outside of it, you know, it might be a coffee Mm -hmm. company or, you know, dog daycare. I've done stuff for, I mean, you name it, just small (laughs) stuff that people need. Um, But my main focus is designing logos, um, apparel, uh, ads websites. I do a lot of web design work. That's kind of, I'd say most of my business. And then um, online marketing, you know, social media marketing and, you know, email marketing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my one kind of my bread and butter, my primary focus, Uh, working with a lot of the, you know, big companies in the industry. I do a lot of stuff with like Phelps, you know, I mean, that's, you know, Dirk and Jason are, you know, two of my really good friends and, um, you know, been friends for a long time and hunting partners and whatnot. And so I do pretty much, you know, all the email email marketing and um, a lot of design work and stuff. Anything you kind of see come out of Phelps is me. Um, cool. And then, you know, I've done stuff for so many people in this industry. I mean, Kefaru and Cam Haynes, like his Keep Hammering logo. I'm the one that came up with that. And then, Oh,
0: nice.
1: Yeah. And so I, you know, built his website. And then, um, yeah, I mean, you know, so many different companies, Full Draw Film Tour, you know, Northwest Mountain Challenge, Black Ovis. I mean, you name it. I've done stuff for tons of people in this industry, but, um, Dan, obviously, and then, um, my second business that Dan and I actually own now is the elk collective. Yeah. and So basically that's an online education resource, um, you know, for teaching people how to hunt elk. So somebody from the East coast coincidentally, we get a lot of people from the Midwest and East that, you know, want to come out here. And so that's honestly, a lot of the members that sign up are from the elk collective, um, are from the East coast. So, um, basically teach people how to hunt elk, how to use elk calls, how to get tags, what gear they need, fitness, nutrition, um, setting up their bows, um, you know, prep, you wow. name it. everything, so, everything. And so there's over, over 160 videos on there now. Wow. Um, so that's kind of our, my other business. Um, so you kind that- of, you kind of start get
0: kind of start by offering some free information and stuff like that on social media and whatnot. And then if you want to like to go more in depth, it's a, um, like a, what's it called? Subscription
1: kind of service or something. Yep. So people go sign up and join and and it's a yearly membership. We do offer a monthly one as well. Um, so, you know, people only want to, you know, go to a monthly, you know, type thing and only pay $10 a month. They can do that to get access. So just to make it more affordable. Um, how's it been going? Uh, super good. I mean, it's, it's busy as can be. And I mean, it's tough with trying to juggle that and then juggle, you know, my design work and everything else, which is my main business, you know? So it's like sometimes get a little behind on the other, but you know, (laughs) it is what it is. I mean, I think that that's, if, if you're an entrepreneur and like the business life, you know, I guess it's like my brain never sleeps and never shuts off. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I work uh, honestly, I, I, people, probably think I'm joking, but I literally, when hunting season's over and like kind of end of November for me, usually from then until honestly, right now, like ish frame, like I do not take a day off. Like I literally work every single day from basically December to May, June-ish, and then I'll start scouting, you know, and like hunting for myself and, you know, trying to, you know, do some stuff, but like, there's literally not a day that goes by for like six months where I, I'm not working. Yeah. So well, that's a and,
0: cool, that's a cool thing about being an entrepreneur. If you're doing something you love is you like, you're already, you're already always thinking about this stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, you might as well just turn all that mental energy, you know, and like synergize it and
1: just like make it your business. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, that's the big thing, you know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, you get questions from people all the time, you know, and they're like, how are you able to go hunt? Like you're always in the woods hunting or, you know, during the fall or this or that, you know, and it's like, yeah, I, that's how I designed my life. You know, it was like, when I got out of college, I was like, I want to, I want to hunt during the fall. I, like September, I want to take 30 days off and right. you know, I want to know two, three States. Like that was my goal in life. And, uh, <laughs> I was just like, how am I going to make that work? Right. You know, and it was like, you can't start-
0: do that with a normal job. I just, no. I tried, <laughs> they almost fired me and then I had to quit. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was like, how am I going to get there? So I think that that was kind of my biggest thing was like, I got to start my own business. Like I'm going to have to be self-employed. I'm going to have to do it mm-hmm. and figure, figure it out. And so I maybe that's a-
0: why there's so many entrepreneurs in this space is because like, it's the only way to do it.
1: <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah. you know, I, honestly, I, I don't know. I have one buddy that works at Boeing and I give him bad time because he gets more vacation than any of us, I swear. And he's like, just, you know, works for the man under the the Boeing (laughs) roof, but he's always like, Oh, I got 140 hours here and 180 hours over there. And I'm like, how do you have that much time off? Like you work for someone, but that's, that's rare. That's rare. Yeah. That he's, he's the rare, you know, breed out there, but everybody else, you know, it's like you get that two to three weeks off a year and you better Figure out what you're doing, you know, yeah. and, and accordingly. So, and then if you
0: got kids and a family, it's like it's hard to justify to your wife or whatever, like, okay, well, I got three weeks of vacation this year and I'm using all of it at one time to go hunting. Yeah. That doesn't too well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't
1: like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So basically, I think that that's kind of, you know, why I did what I did was just I wanted to hunt and I love it. And that's kind of, you know, thankfully, my other half loves hunting too. So it makes, she understands the the passion, I guess. And, uh, you're able to kind of go out and enjoy and do what you want to do. Um, you know, and there, the thing is there's a lot of sacrifices that come along the way where people don't really understand, you know, they're like, Oh, you're, you're running this business. You're hunting all the time. You're doing this, you're doing that. And it's like, yeah, I am. But at the same time, you, what you guys don't see are the 16 sometimes 18 hour days I've put in on work behind the scenes. And on top of that, it's like, I'm addicted to the process of hunting, like whether it's scouting, you know, or like, you know, on just even looking at like maps online at night, like on Onyx or something studying mm-hmm. or truly going out in the field or this or that. And it's like, you know, or prepping my gear, like you don't, see i don't post a lot of that stuff but it's like that's where people don't understand like how much time i truly put into everything and i'm I'm just i'm passionate about it you know i mean i'll be honest like spring bear season is open right now and i don't think there's been a night here for the last probably month that i haven't went to bed looking at onyx like trying to you know <laughs> find spots like where yeah. let me go find this bear this or that you know and yeah. it's like the other half gives me crap sometimes she's like are you really you're back looking at maps again tonight like we were just there you know and i'm like yeah but we didn't kill it so like where's it gonna go you know and uh i don't know it's just like part of it but that's that's cool
0: that your wife gets that too because i was showing my wife my pictures last night from my spring bear hunt and she was like she was like what i just don't see how that's fun (laughs) <laughs> like we got rained on every single day. I'm like, this is the tarp I had to sit under for six hours. This is yeah. me waiting for this bear to move for five hours and then not killing it. She's like, how is this
1: fun? <laughs> yeah. People, people, some people, I mean, you know, it's hard. They just don't understand that. I mean, heck, I even yeah. have buddies that don't understand why we do what we do, you yeah. know? It's and the, like, the fact of the matter is not every minute of it is fun. That You're 100% right. Like, there's been times I've been out there and it is so miserable. You're sitting there, you're cold, you're wet. Like it just, every, you're tired, Mm -hmm. like things just aren't going right. And it's like, yeah, would I rather be sitting at home, you know, with a hot cup of coffee and a fire and watching TV? Yeah, (laughs) uh, probably. But it's like, you know, you don't get to the end result of notching your tag without going through the suffer. And it's like, and that's all I tell myself is like, how many days on this hunt am I going to have to suffer until something goes right? Yeah. And it's like, if I just mentally check that off and I'm like, okay, hey, this is part of it. Like, we'll get there. Yeah. then I'm, It's a I'll, whole
0: experience. It's not just like a one, like quick, you know, fun type thing. Yeah. Um, but that's cool, man. Um, how did you, like how did you get into the whole graphic design world and web development and all that stuff? Did you go to school for it? Or did you just kind of pick it up on your own? Or are you just like an artistic type or what's what's up with that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, kind of, halfway I guess one way you know both ways um I when I was like in ninth grade I just it was like you know shoot that's been a a while ago now I'm dating myself here but um how old are you uh 34 okay cool I'm 35 okay so yeah I uh when I was in ninth grade I literally was like I want to learn how to build websites and back then you know it was like that was a smart move yeah it was i mean i look back now and i'm like this is that, that paid off right yeah but it was just kind of like one of those things I, I literally came home one day and i was like i want to learn how to build a site and my mom bought me one of those yellow website for dummies 101 books oh cool and I literally read the thing and taught myself how to code like wow I just, yeah i was like <laughs> oh cool. this is cool and i like went through and read the whole book and just taught myself wow. like how to code a website and granted back then it was way less sophisticated than they are now right. but but they didn't have, like,
0: Wix and Squarespace where you can just, like, drag and drop probably. You probably had to actually, like, do all the coding yeah. and stuff. Yeah,
1: you had to code and, like, make everything. And so which is crazy. Which, yeah, it, which is good, though, because now, like, a lot of clients that I'll get, it's like, th- I've had a lot of people that use Wix or Squarespace or whatever, and then you can only do so much. So everything yeah. I build is, like, fully custom. I don't build anything on those platforms. Sure. Um, excuse me, just because... It, you know, you can get more out of a custom built site. So, mm-hmm. um, so that, and it's kind of how I started, taught myself that. And then, uh, one day just kind of picked up design. You know, I was like, oh, well, okay, I know how to build a website, but now I need to figure out how to do some of these graphics, you know, and whatnot along with it. And of course, that was way back when, you know, Photoshop and everything was kind of like newer. And I mean, it was around, but it was in its growing stages. And, uh, so I just kind of picked it up and, started dinking around and learning how to, how to mess with Photoshop on my own. And then I went to university of Washington, um, for marketing and finance. So Ooh. I, I always loved numbers. was really good at it. And then, uh, marketing, I was like, okay, I got to figure out like, you know, how to market companies or how to, you know, do this or that. And honestly, being from Washington, I was just out to Seattle about 45 minutes there. Um, I always thought I'd go work at like, you know, Amazon or Microsoft or something, you know, and like go do marketing at one of those companies. Like I, I just kind of always thought that that would be my my path. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had people that, you know, friends that work there and stuff like that, too. And so just that's where I thought I'd go. Um, so then uh, kind of an odd deal. I grew up racing motocross and I was oh, nice. working at a motorcycle dealership, like right out, kind of in high school and just out of when I was going into university of Washington there mm-hmm. and, um, selling motorcycles and then they promoted me to the finance manager in the dealership. And I'm like 18, 19 years old, running the F and I doing all the paperwork in the whole dealership, <laughs> which is like the second highest position in the dealership aside <laughs> so from the owner. And, uh, I just like, I was good at it. And like, I just knew the numbers and I knew, you know, how to sell and like did everything. And, um, then I went into one of my brother's buddies did home loans. And um, he was like, Hey, you need to come over and like start doing loans. And that was when 2006, seven, eight, like when the market was like booming before. the yeah. big crash. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'll give it a shot. So I'm um, going to, you know, college start doing loans. And uh, we were just like crushing it. And then one of my buddies, I started doing a bunch of design work for these real estate agents. And it was like, you know, designing, you know, all their writer signs, flyers, doing marketing forms so they could get business, you know, people to come to them that they could sell a house to. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's kind of how I went down that path. While I was doing so much of that pretty quick for like other people in the office and like all these other agents, then my, you know, it was like, Hey, you need to start your own business doing design work. And, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. And I didn't think anything about it at the time. though. I was like, dude, this is good. Well, then the market started to crash and I was like, oh, okay. We got <laughs> like, might need to figure something out here. Yeah. And, uh, so then it, honestly, it just, it was weird. I was, you know, promoting it on you know my Facebook and stuff and, you know, didn't really think anything about it. And it kind of just like, all of a sudden people started contacting me wanting, you know, help with logos and their websites and this and that and like it was weird it was kind of like an overnight thing a little bit it just took off and then I was busy and it just started just steadily growing and um you know started meeting people in the industry and of course I always I worked in an archery shop as my first job when I was like 14 years old like I got legally like probably wasn't even allowed to work but I was <laughs> helping this guy you know and I just I loved you know hunting and archery and stuff from a young age and um, so I learned how to work on bows and I'd go spend the summer at my dad's house because my parents were divorced and worked on all these bows. So I knew some people kind of in the industry around, and like I knew you know it was something I was super passionate about. I just didn't know how to get into it, right? And uh, well, then it, on my Facebook, you know, I like people talk about social media being you know a bad thing and this and that for certain things, and I agree for certain things it is, but for business, like back then it was good. Like you could grow a business and meet people really well. And, um, you know, it was, it was a super good tool. So I just utilized it and well, here I sit in 2022. And so it's like, you know, it just kind of took off and then picked up, you know, some pretty good clients along the way. And, um, then word of mouth too. you know, it was kind of one of those things like, you know, he's doing work for people and then they were, you know, refer you to somebody else. And, um, you know it just kind of i think the yeah. work too you know it's like i'm not saying i'm the best designer out there i mean there's some super talented people and i love looking at other guys you know lyle hebble and you know some of those others um that man dude he i love his illustrations and um you know i i've even met lyle and it's like but i love watching his stuff and then chris brewer and Joel pilcher and like those guys dude they they do such good work and it's like i mean we all like Uh, Chris Brewer and I, like we've worked together on a lot of projects and he owns Zulu six out of Salt Lake there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've worked together on a lot of stuff. And like, I love just seeing what he comes up with. And for me, you get people out there who are like, Oh, I want the business. And you know, they're kind of cutthroat a little bit, you know, and, and try to, you know, Oh, well, if you don't use me, you know, it's, you're no one, you know, type of a thing. And it's like, I, I don't care about that. Like to me, dude, I've had clients over the years that, you know, it's like, hey, I'm gonna use somebody else. You know, it's just they're closer to me or this or that. And I'm like, hey, go for it. Like, there's no hard feelings. Like, I don't care. And it's like, you know, I if you're happy and you get good work out of it, I can appreciate good work. Like, if somebody designs something and I'm like, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell you. Like, I to me, like it. I I'm not jealous about it. Like, I it's like, show yeah. me something cool. You know.
0: And that so, attitude gets you farther honestly in this especially i mean probably in most industries but I've, especially in this industry it's such a small like world and community like uh reputation is important and um i feel like at the end of the day you're better off like having that kind of more relaxed attitude than being all cutthroat and trying to like you know be super intense about it
1: i would agree with you 110 on that like you know and and that's the thing and i think Build when it comes to like building friendships, especially, you know, it's like, you know, how many friends have you had over the years where it's like, you know, you get that one guy that comes in your life and you're just like, ah, yeah, like you're a good guy, but like, we're just, you know, not maybe, you know, going to mess super good because he's, you know, got an attitude or an ego or something here or there, you know, and you can just tell. And it's like, consequently, you kind of don't spend a lot of time around that type of a person, but then it's like, you got all these other people over here that are like, Just great human beings. And it's like, you associate with them all the time. And like, those are the people that you love. And that's how I look at business too. It's like my clients, you know, it's like, I've been working with a lot of them for, you know, six, eight, 10, you know, some, some of them since the very beginning, you know, 11, 12 years. And it's like, I love it because it's like, you build that relationship and that friendship over the years where it's Mm -hmm. like, you can just talk to them you know it's like dude i mean heck half my clients i swear they need something done and we end up talking about life or upcoming hunts or you yeah. know this or that along the way and it's like it's a friendship you know rather For than sure. you know just hey cutthroat business i need this it is what it is it's like no like we've actually built friendships over the years mm-hmm. and so to me that's who i want to work with you know or people yeah. that are just good people yeah because
0: even if like you don't maybe get that account or whatever like if you don't burn that bridge, they're more likely to say, oh, well, you know, refer you to somebody or, or whatever, you know, it may be. And So yeah. um, anyway, but so I see you got your loophole hat on. Yeah. And okay. I got full disclosure here. Uh, Luke Duzenberry is a friend of mine. So he gave me a sneak peek of the film you guys got coming out and I don't want to give any spoiler alerts. And I don't know how much you can even say. Yeah. Um, But before we get there, do you, do so? You do, what's your relationship with loophole?
1: Uh, yeah. So loophole, I, I know a lot of the people over there, I'm actually building some t-shirts for them right now. It's in hats. Funny that you say that, but, um, yeah, so I love everyone. I mean, Michael and Scott and, you know, Lucas and well, Risa used to work there and, but Tim still does her husband and, you know, he's, um, great guy. And, uh, so basically loophole, it's kind of more of like, I would say a friendship, you know, it's like, I love their products. I like absolutely hands down, like have in. Zero bad to say. Are you still there?
0: Yeah, let me. Uh, I'm listening. My battery, my camera battery just died. Let me just. I'll replace okay. it though. But we're good.
1: Um, uh, you want me to keep talking? That.
0: Yeah, can, hold on one sec. Let me just throw my battery in here. All right
1: all right i'm back sorry about you're that good. you're good um yeah so like i love every single thing about loophole and like all their products you know and, and it's like we actually went down and met with them back in 2017 ish maybe i guess like phelps and myself and nick schmidt and um charlie and a couple of the other guys and we did a series on like it was angry mountain productions is was our company that we had and we filmed a whole season and put out a whole video series and um they were part of it back then. And, um, it just like, to me it's back to the relationship thing. You know, it's like, is there, you know, people out there, they're like, you know, Hey, use this product or that it's the best. And it's like, does everything that they make is it hundred percent top of the line? Maybe not. You know what I mean? But it's Mm -hmm. like, at the end of the day, like to me that that's not what matters. It's like, I would, I want the friendship and you know, if the product gets it done for me in the field and it works and it's like, you know, that that's what I care about, you yeah. know, and the people along the way. Granted, I will say I've not had any of their stuff let me down and like I love everything that they make, but I don't want to sit here and sound like a, hey, you only have to use loophole, you know, and like that's that's it. Um, there's a lot of great products on the market, but me, I love their stuff and um it's it works and it's it's uh, to me, like if I was going to tell someone to use, you know, some scopes or binoculars or this or that, like I'd be like, you know, I'd give you a hard sell, but, yeah. um, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it's, we, we won't go there. So, no, that's um, cool. yeah, but, but uh,
0: I was just going to say, so if you're listening, when does that film come out? Do you know?
1: Yeah. So August 2nd. So we finally okay. we got it. We got a, a date. And um, so it's going to be co-branded. So loopold is releasing the film. And then Eastman's Hunting Journals is nice. putting putting that bowl on the cover. And then it, the, yeah, so that and then they're gonna do a big so when it hits mailboxes, it's gonna have a loophole like wrapper around it for where people to like tell them to go watch the film. Nice. So basically we can talk about it. I mean, so we yeah, Luke filmed this hunt. Um, we had a it's some know, of the hunt.
0: coolest elk hunting footage I've ever seen, honestly.
1: It yeah, dude, I it's mean so unique. It's super unique and like just the way it went down and like everything, you know, with like where the elk ended up, you know, and like when we shot it and that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, so cool. It's once in a lifetime. Uh, you know, Luke and I were sitting there. Uh, as the stuff you don't see on the film is like us sitting there just talking to each other of like how cool this is. You know, it's like, I, you know, <laughs> with me being a designer and, you know, I love photography and I love everything about that and like marketing, you know, and it's like just watching everything go on. It's like this is some of the coolest stuff I'm ever going to see in my life yeah. regardless if we ever kill this thing or not. Like this yeah, is really cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that we had such a good time and I I'm kind of, you know, it's like one of those things. I spotted a really big bowl the day before opener
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I, Luke wasn't with me then. <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> Luke wasn't with me then. And I spotted this bowl and I was like, man, we got to go up there like opening morning, you know, it's going to be there. We're going to kill it. Like this film is not going to be good, but you know, Hey, <laughs> are you, you know, it's like, are you really going to pass up that big of a bull? You know, right. we hemmed and hawed about it laying in the trailer the night before opener. And it was just like, you can't not go shoot the thing, but it was like, how are we going to make this a story? Because wake up, make coffee, drive, park, hike <laughs> and shoot it. You know, it was just yeah. kind of like, you know, this isn't going to be anything. Well, then obviously it turns out like the best thing that ever happened was that bull not showing. Cause then it gave us, you know, four days to kind of make a story and find yeah. some more epic and this and that, um, and have some close calls along the way. I mean, I let another really good bull walk at 143 yards. And, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, we had such cool experiences and, you know, it was just like, a lot of the little stuff along the way that really made that hunt granted. It was only, well, three days and a morning long, but it, I mean, mean,
0: if your worst problem like is killing an elk too fast, that's a good problem to have.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, I'm not, I'm not going to argue that. And here, you know, here's the other thing. And I I don't, anyone that watches this film, I don't want people to like take away from the film and be like, Oh, you're a trophy hunter because it's like, that's not what would the, the, the premise of the film, it's like, I wanted to kill a big bull. I waited a long time to like draw that tag. And yeah. so it's like, to me, I like, I've only drawn that elk tag. I had a Montana elk tag and then we got New Mexico elk tags a couple years ago. So like in my life, all the bulls that I've ever killed, I've had like three special tags and that's it. So it's like, I just wanted to do this tag justice and for once kind of hold out and get a bigger bull Cause I'm always the type of person I'm like, equal opportunity elk hunter i'm like oh it's got horns i'm shooting it you know yeah. and so it was kind of i knew that there's some big bulls in this country and i had a really good friend of mine ron nizalek and uh he had kind of helped me out and gave me you know some spots to go check and this and that obviously you know it's just spots to check not he didn't tell me that hey there's elk standing here sure. you know go, go find them but uh so it was like I, yes. I did. I let a bull go. A couple of bowls, actually, that most guys would probably, you know. Yeah. Because I, I remember
0: watching the film being like, whoa, you
1: passed that thing.
0: But yeah. then like when you see the, cir- the circumstances of the one you did shoot, it's like, oh, that's OK. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, but it's all running through your mind, though, at the same time. Right. It's like, you know, did I do the right thing? You Yeah. Know, am Especially I gonna-
0: making a film like you don't know if that's going to happen again.
1: Exactly, like you don't know if you're ever gonna get another shot on film, and so you know it it just kind of like turned into one of those things. And like I was okay not killing one. I'll I'll be honest, it's like I wanted to fill the tag, but I was like, you know, at the end of the day, like if we don't kill one, like it is what it is, and we're gonna we're gonna suffer the consequences, and (laughs) loophole might be pissed, but you know, it it is what it is. Um, But I had a whole month, like the tag was, you know, the first to the 31st of October, so it's like. I had a month to hunt and, you know, thankfully it comes back to being self-employed because I was prepared. I was like, I'm hunting all 31 days until I kill one. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. Um, so obviously I wanted to do it quick because the elk, you know, in beginning of October, they're still rutting, you know, they, they had cows. And so I was like, my odds at killing a big one are going to be better right off the bat than after the rut stops. But yeah, so We obviously ended up finding, uh, that big bull the day before and then went and, you know, I didn't get a shot at him. And then the next day we ended up killing it. And, um, it just was so cool. Like that morning, you know, we got out there and the sun's coming up and a weird thing was, is like, we had these elk pig the night before. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. they're going to be right here. And when they weren't there the next morning, I'm like glass and miles across, like up these big Hills. And I see a big bull and another big bull and like groups of cows and then another bull over here. And I'm like, Luke, like we screwed up. I'm like these elk are got out of here and like, they're way, you know, five miles away type of thing. And like, we, we just played this wrong. Yeah. And, um, well then I bugled and well, long story short, we end up here in this bowl and they just moved up this canyon, like up river, like a mile and a half, but we didn't see him for the first hour and a half ish probably. Mm-hmm. And then I bugled and finally like that bowl, he piped off and his bugle was like echoing down the Canyon. Mm. And I looked at Luke and I was like, there's a bowl here somewhere, but do you know where that came from? And he's like, no, I have no idea. I said me either. And I happened to just look up in the middle of the river like a mile and a half away. And here's cows coming out of the trees, just funneling out into the river. And then the big bull stepped out and was just standing there. And it was just like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's, I mean, I it's remember, so cool. <laughs> yeah. Luke, Luke and I looked at each other and it was like one of those things. And we were like, holy cow, like this is so cool. But then we were kicking ourselves because we were like, we're way too far down river. You know, we're <laughs> in the wrong spot. We need to be up there, which we were up there two days before in the evening. And, you know, it just kind of was like one of those things that, we literally just thought we messed up and then lo and behold like they worked their way all the way down the river in front of us and then ended up killing that bull like they were going into bed in the same chunk that they were in the night before and that's awesome uh, dude yeah so it worked and yeah it was that footage i mean you've seen it i mean it's like beautiful it's so cool
0: so guys i don't want to give away too much but um definitely be on the lookout for that one like was it august 2nd is that right
1: yeah, August 2nd, it's called yeah. River's Bend. Yeah,
0: and I'm not exaggerating. It's some of the coolest elk hunting footage I've ever seen. Um, so definitely check that. So I'm curious, though, because I got um, – so I did a podcast with Luke, and we kind of hit it off, and um, it just – we started talking, and it worked out. We're actually going to do a hunt together in October, uh, and we're both going to team up filming it. Um, and it would be cool because it's going to be the first trip where – we're going to just do like spot it got it and i'm going to film him and he's going to film me and we're both going to hunt and i think this is his That's first cool. time he's actually like done a hunt where he's actually i mean he he's he hunts of course but like yeah. done a film project where he's actually hunting as well right right um so but did you guys pit or did you pitch that to loophole before the hunt or did you come with a product after and say hey you guys interested in this
1: yeah no, so of course, knowing you know a lot of the people over at loophole um when I drew the tag, you know we we talk and whatnot, and so it was just kind of like, hey, you know they they're doing their anyone's hunt campaign, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, I mean, heck you, anyone can go on right now, submit a video and Loophole's going to pick a few hunts to film this fall. They did it last year too. And they're going to, they'll actually send a camera guy, they'll probably send Luke, I think, depending what time of year it is. <laughs> um, and they're going to send someone and film your hunt. So if, you know, for a pitch for loophole right now, if you want to have your hunt filmed, go to their website, fill out the application and uh, submit a little video. And you might be a lucky person that gets your hunt filmed this fall. But, um, I knew, you know, obviously people over there and we talk all the time and I'm testing product and using stuff here and there. Um, but when I drew the tag, like I just told him, I was like, Hey guys, like, you know, I was like, I drew this really good tag. I've been waiting a long time for, and I think Scott, uh, over there might've been Scott or Lucas. I think it was Scott and he was like, what are the details? And I, I just told him where, you know, it was at and, you know, briefly where it was at and this and that. And he's like, okay, cool. We're sending a camera guy with you. And I was like, "Nice, oh, it sounds good. So it was just, I mean, it was more of a, you know, Hey, like they just made the decision like right off the bat. And it was like, we're sending somebody with you to film that. Nice. going to be good. And then they got Luke and, you know, went from there. So, cool, man,
0: yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, so you do some, um, filming too, don't you?
1: Yeah. I've, I've done filming, a lot of photography. Um, Dang
0: it! Sorry, I keep going. You're good. Just gotta replace it. Don't worry
1: okay. about it. Um. So yeah, I've I've done a lot of uh, you know, photography and stuff, and over the years in filming, um, I filmed with Phelps and whatnot. We were filming hunts and stuff. You know, for well, back when it was kind of before it became cool, I guess. And um, so you know, it was like I've been running a camera for a long time, doing a lot of photography and stuff on, on my own, and um, like I love. Yeah, everything about you know filming and whatnot, and then you know, I've done a lot of stuff too for clients, you know, product photography and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, filmed, uh, I actually went down and filmed Ryan Callahan, um, with yeah. Meat Eater. Um, I heard you mention
0: that on Cody's podcast,
1: yeah, back in uh, shoot, what year was that, 2018, 19, 19, maybe 2019, I think. And I was actually calling Elk and filming. So it was like kind of a cool deal because it was like I was the caller and then running the camera at the same time. That's cool. And those two things don't necessarily go hand in hand because as the <laughs> yeah. camera guy, you want to be on the guy's hip and like yeah. getting the footage. You're trying to call, you're trying to call the ball past the guy, and so but I ended up calling in a 320 ball to Ryan with his long boat like eight yards, and wow. uh, he smoked it. So yeah, it was that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, so I mean, I've run a camera quite a bit. And, um, I love just, you know, the aspect of photography and and everything. I think like on my Wyoming hunt last year, that was one of the coolest things about being with Luke, where it was just the two of us, because it was like, he knows what he's doing. He loves, you know, everything. And like, he's super talented and and Mm -hmm. it was cool to be with a guy like that, but it was awesome. Like when we got down to the point, like when we finally killed the elk and we were getting ready to take the pictures and stuff, it was like, okay we're going to get the elk here. We're going to use this setting, this lens type of thing, you know? And it was just like quick, boom, we were both on the same page and there was no like, Oh, Hey, do this, do that. You know, it was kind of like, I had some shots in my head that I wanted. And then, you know, Luke had his, and it was like, we just worked really good as a team together when it came to that, because we both knew what was going on with the equipment, you know? Yeah, for sure. so I like, that was fun for me because usually I'm the guy that's like, trying to teach you know whoever's with me like hey yeah. okay, adjust this do that okay <laughs> get, get down here you know get this angle and so it just worked really good like having luke there and i mean i don't know if you've seen any of the stills he got but like he got some awesome shots on that thing and i don't know if it, i have yeah he we got a whole folder but it's like he's he did such a good job and like i give him so much credit and it was just he's super talented and it was just mm-hmm. fun to like be with someone like that where we were, we just both understood what was happening, you know? Yeah.
0: So. yeah I'm really looking forward to doing this hunt with him, man. And, um, we talked about it. I think we're going to try to not really pitch it to anybody before just keep the, keep it like no pressure kind of deal during the hunt. And then if we get some good stuff, then we might try to see if
1: anybody's interested in it kind of thing, you know, dude uh, uh, from being in my shoes and like dealing with people all the time. Cause I'm building media kits for these big companies and stuff, you know, and, you know, other guys that are out there, like wanting to bring in sponsors to do a film or a series or this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, I get people all year long that are like, Hey, build me this media kit and these packages. And, you know, 15 or, uh, you know, 12, 16, 18, 20 page, you know, whatever it ends up being. And, um, they're pitching them, you know, they go to shot show and expo and all these shows like, Hey, I want to do this film. These companies get so many people that hit them up. It's like, and then you put pressure on yourself like as me being in both sides and having, you know, been the person that's pitched these companies. And then at the same time, like last year, just having like loopholes say, Hey, like we're sending somebody with you, you know, film this, um, you know, it's, it's a different like mentality, but the biggest thing I could say is do what you're going to do because it's like, you can go out, you can have fun you guys film, do your thing. And there's no expectation at the end of it. Like we're going to capture this and then we'll see what, what happens. And then if it's great, we'll pitch it to somebody and people will jump on board if it's good. Um, But I'll say you're probably going to do a better job of filming because you have no expectation. Mm. Yeah. And like some of the best footage that I've got has been me out just with Kylie or, you know, buddies, and just dinking around filming with nothing as an end result. And it turns out epic because right. it's, like you're just doing
0: it of- to do it. And it's like enjoyable. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So honestly, I bet you guys will have a better film between the two of you doing that than you would if you went out right now and you were like stone glacier and, you know, loophole and Onyx and whoever mm-hmm. else like, you know, just like pitching it. Like you guys will produce something better doing it on your own. Yeah. I And, agree. and go yeah. from there. And just, yeah,
0: like not having that pressure of like, oh, we gotta, you know, we gotta fill these tags. Like, you know, I don't don't wanna deal with that. I'd wanna go out, enjoy the hunt, capture it as best as possible. And then if we got something really cool at the end, then I think people will be like, because at the same time, I mean, these companies, it's a risk to to jump on something i mean it's a hunt like you know you never know what's gonna happen so but if you say hey we filled this you know we killed these animals you know you can show something for it it's gonna be much easier and just more enjoyable all around so that's cool man um do you uh you got any any uh big hunts planned for this year
1: um yeah we my other half and i it kind of crazy we moved to montana you know this past year and whatnot and we only had a couple points and then I was like, oh, we're not gonna draw anything. And then we ended up drawing a couple of the best rifle elk tags in the state. Oh no. Yeah. And I was like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. And so I text, <laughs> it, you know, and the cool thing is because last year, like Wyoming was just me. And you know, and so I know she wanted to be there so bad, but her work schedule at the hospital and being new, she just didn't have any time off. Right. And um, so she could start a hunting company, then she can just go with you. I that's what I know <laughs> we can do that. I know. I, but uh, yeah, so but that that kind of sucks so this year it was like hey you know whatever we do like i want to do it together you know in like september you know we'll just hunt elk you know a general over-the-counter unit here in montana and then you know at least we're doing it together and like that was my biggest focus is i want to get her a bowl with her bow like she has yet to kill him mm-hmm. with her bow dude you give her the gun i swear like she could walk out a thousand yards and like just every time you know it'd be like <laughs> no big deal she's, she's just wow. good with, with the rifle but the bow, she gets so shaken up that it's like that bull, buck fever, bull fever, like yeah. she loses well, it. Well,
0: having that animal that close to you, man, it just like awakens some primal thing in you. It's like, you just.
1: hundred percent. I agree. <laughs> and so it's so cool. And watching her, like I get more excited, you know, watching her than, you know, even myself when I'm shooting, you know, it's like, yeah. she I just loves seeing it. But so I put us in and in Eastern Montana this year, they broke up a lot of the units. So you had to like pick a unit. And if you're, if you drew it, you were stuck there all year, you know, in, for archery or whatever. Well, of course, I mean, I put in, I was like, oh, well, we'll put in for a rifle tag. That way, if we draw, we'll have to archery hunt it. And, but then we can go back with a gun. Yeah. Why well, didn't I think we'd ever draw it? And do we <laughs> drew. And so I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So now we're there for <laughs> six weeks to archery and then go back with a gun for five weeks. But I've hunted that country with a bow. We actually drew archery tags there in 2019 and um, I mean, dude, it was so fun. We had bulls running everywhere and like, I mean, some big bulls uh, and at the time I joked and I was like, I can't imagine coming back with a gun and hunting this because I mean, if you spent a week there, I mean, you're going to smash a giant. And uh, so then we end up drawing it this year. So That's now sick, like kind of the pressure of, you know, killing them with a bow is off, but mm-hmm. I want to do it with a bow versus a gun. So we have You're that gonna make
0: a film of it or
1: yeah. Like I, I actually have Luke signed up to, to come and film it. Nice. Uh, so oh yeah, yeah, you
0: told me about that.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I reached out and this is kind of one of those things that I paid Luke and I was like, Hey dude, like come film this. And, but we don't have any expectation. You know, it's, it was like, let's go do this and film it and then we'll see where it goes and then we'll do something with it after. But like, cool. I'll pay, I'll pay you to come out let's just go get some cool footage and just see what happens. Yeah. And so mainly because of that, what I told you and like with Kylie, I don't want to put pressure on it. Yeah. So it's like, let's just film it.
0: And that's perfect. And now I feel better about my decision too. (laughs) Oh, dude, I think you did the smartest thing ever. Yeah. So So are you going to, are you going to do any deer hunting out there this year?
1: Yeah. So we'll just hunt general deer like in November. And so I drew uh...
0: that tag this year too.
1: So I'll be out there. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Come like, mid-November like the fifth the yeah. through the 15th is I, getting good yeah
0: I may be so my Idaho hunt ends the last day of October they're gonna come home for like a week or something and then the plan right now is I'm gonna go meet up with like Brian and Ryan and Mark and those guys and Brad but um they have a lot of guys in their camp and, and like you know Paley and Mark's son are gonna be there and they want to. so I don't want to I don't want to sound selfish, but I have a tag. I want to fill it. So I might like share a base camp with them and do my own thing, or I I might just do my own thing completely. I'm not sure how it's going to go down yet, but I'll be there till about two or three days before Thanksgiving and then head home.
1: Perfect. Yeah. That, that'll be good time. I mean, those deer, you know, kind of rut. I mean, we went a couple years ago. uh, It was like the fifth of November we showed up and I mean, dude, we were done by the ninth and killed four bucks. And I mean, you know, some big ones too. So
0: and the good thing about me at this point in my journey is I don't care about like a huge buck. Like I want like a mature deer. That's all yeah. I really
1: care about. You'll, you'll do it. I mean, you know, no problem. There's so many deer in Montana. Yeah. So my cool. only thing this year, uh, I hunt whitetails every year in Washington. I always go back and hunt whitetails nice. and um, that's kind of my, I can buy a tag over the counter just go do it. And mm-hmm. i feel some big deer over there and uh so um, this Jack, i'm this year if you're in virginia
0: to... you can get six whitetail tags
1: six mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, i'm doing it wrong out here i guess i, get one, yeah, but... I
0: killed six whitetails last year man that's crazy <laughs> and if you want more you just buy more
1: like <laughs> uh, well it's probably a good thing they don't do that here because people be shooting everything up but... i know Um, yeah, so I'm going to hunt the Montana deer. Well, if we haven't killed our elk, we're going to hunt elk obviously here and then, um, mule deer, and then I'll go back to Washington, probably around the 15th and hunt white tails until probably the end of November there until I kill one and, um, but yeah, I got, I got a couple of bucks I was watching last year still that I'm like, oh, I got to go track one of those down and, <laughs> and find them. So I kind of, I got a hit list of deer over the years and, um, you know, I kind of just like pick one and check it off till I kill it. And the one I killed last year is like seven and a half year old buck and just like Ooh, big nice. old. Deer. So I got two right now that are, well, one of them is like, he'll be a mid one seventies deer. And I'm going to try to find that deer and nice, whack it, but we'll cool. see. So cool. Did and you, then Washington's the kicker. I'm still waiting to see if I draw my elk tag. I got 20 points there, but Ooh, they're 20, 20, but their wow. draw system's all screwed up. So I don't know if I'll draw. Wow, man. Um,
0: that's awesome. Are you doing okay on time? I know you said you had an appointment or something.
1: Yeah, I got about five, 10 minutes here and then I'll have to bounce. Okay. So. That's cool. Um,
0: well, we can go ahead and wrap it up, man. Um, this has been pretty good conversation. Um, you know you got something to do um but i'd love to have you back on sometime maybe we could talk some more but um uh, my camera died again but that's okay where can people uh find your stuff and like where would that film be coming out and all that and like if people want to see some of that stuff
1: yeah so um the film i believe at this point is going to be dropping or premiering on the loophole youtube channel um on august 2nd and then um as far as uh you know my work goes apex advertising.co it's just dot co mm-hmm. um that's that's my website you know it's got a lot of my design work and everything on there and then um social media wise um just you know facebook or instagram um at john Gabriel. this is j-o-n-g-a-b-r-i-o cool. um and so if they want to find me they can go from
0: there but um you've done yeah. some epic hunts man too i've seen on there you did where was your go hunt? Was that in Canada or?
1: Yeah, that was Northern BC. Okay. Um, I went up, went up there in 2018. Um, and I'm actually, I think I might go back next year and try to get one with my bow. Um, nice. yeah, I love that country. I mean, I went, I work with that outfitter and do a lot of their marketing and whatnot, okay. um, and their design work. Um, but I want to go back so bad and, and get one with my bow, but it was kind of a, that was a special hunt. Like with the goat, I, I shot it on my dad's 70th birthday and oh, nice. like he wasn't there and goats are his favorite thing. And, you know, so it's like, it was just, that was a super, super special. Hunt. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I,
0: <sighs> I, uh, I booked a doll sheep hunt for
1: 23. Ooh, that's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. Anyway um yeah Bassham ham helped me out and i was like he knew a guy that had a cancellation i'm like it's not getting any cheaper i'm not getting any younger and i always want to do it one day and i was like you know what I'm just gonna do it
1: yeah <laughs> it, 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 that's the thing you know it's like i know it's it's a big sacrifice you know with certain you know things and money and commitment and time and and you know family understanding it and this and that but at the same time it's like dude you get one shot at life and it's yeah. like the older the older you get you're probably not going to go do some of these epic hunts. And so it's like, and they
0: literally are jumping up like seven to 10,000, like every year. And that might go to an all draw for non-residents.
1: Exactly. So it's like, you got to just jump on it and do it. I know it's, it's a big coin, you know, and like, but here's the thing, Cody. I mean, we, we joke about this all the time, but it's like, if you want to start a side hustle business and just make like 10 or 15, $20,000, anybody could do that so easy. And guess what? It's just a little sacrifice that you have to go through here and there. But if you want something bad enough, you're going to do it. And it's yeah. like, like, that's my biggest thing. Like, you know, I, I got, you know, my own stuff, you know, it's like, Hey, I want to go on a moose hunt and a caribou hunt up there. And it's like, you know, trying to figure out with Kylie, obviously just twice as, twice as expensive now to go. Yeah. But um, it's like, what, what can we do? And, you know, to, yeah. and those
0: to- prices aren't coming down. So that's why I was just like, just jump you on gotta, it, you know? yeah um well dude i don't like like i said, I I know you got to go so i don't want to open up a whole other can of worms but i don't know if you're a man of faith or not but definitely i feel like god has had his hand on your life just from even everything from being like a ninth grader and deciding you want to learn coding and it just i can tell that like you know that he's got his hand on your life man you've and he's led you down the right path and stuff so um i'm stoked to have met you and um and hopefully we can do it again sometime
1: yeah, absolutely. Happy to jump back on anytime. And uh, I'll think uh, what well, we should do it again. I'm going to think of some stuff I can drill you on and, and ask you some questions. Yeah, that'd be cool, man.
0: I'd love People... to maybe even team up for an adventure one day. Who knows? Yeah,
1: absolutely. People need to get to know you too. So we'll uh, we'll do that.
0: Yeah, man. All right. Well, thanks again for your time. Absolutely.
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate it.